Hey, it's Michelle, Paul, and Ryan, and we're Cannons, and we're hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I am reunited with Cannons. Actually, this is the first time I'm seeing you guys in person. You and I talked on Zoom when you guys first signed to Columbia. Yep. And it's been a, like a wild ride for the last couple of years with you guys. You guys have been doing so much, and now we're here with the fourth album. I want to talk about like those like like trials and tribulations that you guys kind of face to get to this fourth album. <laughs> um to get to this fourth album yeah. okay i feel like that's a lot to unpack i mean <laughs> whatever you want to tell me let me know <laughs> um yeah so this year the past since we've talked we've done a lot of touring yeah so we've been on the road a lot and we tried to really encapsulate that experience mm-hmm. on this album heartbeat highway um i don't know do you guys have anything any big uh pointers to say on how we got to this point <laughs> I, mean, I just think the challenging thing about writing this particular record was that we were touring while yeah. we were writing it not necessarily like writing it while we were on tour but just finding the time to write it in between to tours. make it happen yeah. yeah um but our process has always been kind of the same there was literally some songs that were finished yeah <laughs> <laughs> some songs that were finished in the green room like while we're on the last tour yeah yeah it's pretty there's a lot yeah and there was i feel like there was a lot of first with this album like the tour you guys have been overseas um you know also you you have collaborators this time around like you have prior to these it's been mainly the band working on the production side of things what was it about this album that you guys felt it was time to bring some people in and was that like an awkward situation at first like trying to introduce people to this world that you guys already have yourselves in the studio i think it was different um at least personally i tried to just look at it as like a new exercise or experience because every single time we release an album like you said this is our fourth album i would like to be trying new things you know tapping into things that tried things that we haven't tried before so yeah i thought it was a cool experience to get in different studios hear different perspectives some songs we ended up loving working with people some songs we didn't you know and a bulk of them are just the same like us (laughs) (laughs) how we've always worked on them so and I, I love like how that title heart uh, heartbeat is part of this because 2018 heartbeat EP was out and like, so has this been something like, is this a coincidence or has this been something that is constantly, yeah, yeah. is constantly like happening in the band. Like at least that kind of ma- mindset of like heartbeat, whether it's a song, a lyric or an album. I think it's, um, I don't know if I believe in coincidences. Mm-hmm. It just, but I do, a lot of things happen <laughs> very naturally for us that I feel like are meant to happen that kind of like make everything flow and make sense. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, with Heartbeat Highway, the idea, just even calling it that title, was just that we have been following our hearts mm. um, since the beginning. That's yeah. a really important part of Canon's uh, is that we would be doing this whether we had anyone in the crowd yeah. or not. <laughs> so <laughs> we've truly been following our hearts and then it led us to the road, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I like going back to like having these collaborators on this, on this album, um, you know, what was it like having someone like Jason um, come in and, and assist, whether it was like co-writing or also like in the production. Um, I've worked with Jason with his previous bands on Warp Tour with After Midnight Project. So he's a yeah. super cool guy and like so creative in the studio. But I'm curious, like putting the three of you, four of you now in that studio, like how was that chemistry like? And like, how do you feel that balance was during that process? 
Uh, I think he was really easy to work with. Mm. Super fun. Um, great energy. Had a lot of good ideas. And also, I loved that he had alpacas in his backyard that we got what? to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have any commentary on it? Yeah, same. Like, um, <laughs> very collaborative. Yeah. Um, you know, you could tell him, like, or maybe this isn't working. He wouldn't get upset or anything like that. Yeah. There's some um, producers like that, for sure. <laughs> uh, anything else? Alpacas. <laughs> Alpacas. <laughs> Paul, you've been like the main like producer in the band, right? Like, so as you go on to new material, like in leading up to this album, how do you feel like you've evolved as a producer and how do you separate the artist and the producer when you guys are creating music? Uh, I don't think I do. Yeah, I think we kind of all write together at the same time. And then I, the production and the writing kind of go hand in hand. We kind yeah. of do it all at the same time. And then like, it comes out the way it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been a fan of the sound design that you guys create on your records. I feel like with this album, there's like some more artistic stuff that you guys added to it. Uh, maybe stuff from scratch or stuff that wasn't like an instrument for like you had a whistle on your song like, and you kind of created it as part of like a beat. Um, so talk to me a little bit about that creative process when it comes to the sound design and like what really inspires you guys when you guys are creating music. Hmm different things yeah, yeah. all different Everything. stuff Let's see. i mean i think it's just uh i think a lot of people call us a vibey group uh -huh. so i when i'm personally writing music i love something that just really resonates in emotion mm -hmm. and a feel and a vibe and i truly believe that there are certain tones whether that be like a reverb on a guitar or a synthesizer yeah. that really bring out those those cinematic kind of feelings. Right. Um, that's what I'm always chasing when I try to write music. I just try to write music that really makes me feel nostalgic and dreamy and, and like, you know, melancholy even. Mm -hmm. um, just because it's the style of music that I really like. Even like a key, I feel like. Like every key has its own color. Like mm -hmm. G sounds very different from A or yeah. We've also written a lot of um, minor songs. We love, like, I grew up listening to Depeche Mode. Mm -hmm. and it took me forever to realize, like, most of their songs are in minor. And um, I think with this record, though, we a lot of major, lot of major so that might have switched it up a little bit. But always the feel. Yeah. When it comes to, like, switching from minor to major kind of chords or, or uh, writing like that, like, how does that impact your vocals, Michelle? Um, yeah, I feel like I always really just let the guys deal with the soundscape and they will send so many demos all the time and whatever I am feeling inside is what I gravitate to. So if I'm feeling like sad, I'm probably going to gravitate toward the minor, you know, songs or. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely been times where we'll send Michelle something and she won't dig it yet, <laughs> but we're like, wait a couple months and I guarantee you she'll feel different. <laughs> And we'll send her the same song. And I don't know if she realizes it, but she's like, I love that. I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> Get in the it's right just, mind space. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just fe feeling and it depends on my mood. Yeah, and if, if I can relate to whatever this feeling that the song is giving me, then I can, then I feel so like creative and I really just focus on trying to say something in a way that we haven't said before in a song and express, um, express something that feels meaningful to me when it comes to the songwriting do you do this yourself or do all three of you kind of collaborate together on, on the lyrics it's collaborative a lot of the time i'll get demos from you know both of them and they'll get me started with ideas and then i'll 
just try and make it some a story that feels very personal to me yeah. and encapsulate that. What song would you guys say that on this album was pretty much a challenge, whether it was like from the beginning trying to figure out how to start the song or like during that almost final step of the process, trying to figure out how to kind of close the song? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe Harpy Highway because we had to kind of oh, yeah. rewrite the chorus to that one. Would you say it was harder because it was also like the title track or did that, I don't know. does that not really matter? I don't even think it's a good answer. <laughs> track at the end. Um, yeah, maybe more or less what Paul said. Like, I think we liked the, the feel of the music, right? And we knew we had something because like sometimes a song can stand alone even without, yeah. at least uh, playing guitar. I always try to do that. Like I want the song to, sound as cool as it can be instrumental wise mm. so i think we knew we had something there but in order to like really uh kill it with the top line for the uh chorus that was a challenge i do feel like we're the kind of band that if something is just not working we just kind of move on to the next yeah. one usually yeah yeah. yeah yeah maybe come back to it until she day. changes her mind on the song yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe another maybe another album we'll bring it back and see if it works <laughs> you know, and like, just go with the flow. <laughs> do you guys do a lot of ad libs during this production process? And if so, like, were there many on this album? And is there like a favorite one that you would say you had? Like, just kind of adding those a little like additional kind of like vocal tones or just like things that are not necessarily a lyric for, per se, but like you use it as mm -hmm. some kind of like sound. Okay. Yeah. Like a sound. When we're finishing off this, I feel like sometimes, I mean, yeah, I guess <laughs> not too often. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how to answer I mean, that. we'll always add harmonies afterwards and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think with Loving You, the whistle came pretty in line with the, everything mm -hmm. came at the same time, kind of. So um, I do kind of feel like with um, Jason, when we did Crush, um, there was like, the, the, like how the song starts was not like, I remember when we sitting in the room writing with him, that part wasn't quite there yet. Like it didn't exist. And then he was like finessing the mix and he tweaked this vocal and it kind of sounded like what you just mentioned, like an oh, ad nice. lib. And um, it ended up becoming like, a, sounds very instrumental, but it's Michelle's vocal. Yeah. It starts the song. It's really cool. Nice. And as far as like the vocals go, like how do you feel that you've kind of evolved as a singer this time around? You've also got to experience different types and sizes of stages around the world. Mm -hmm. So how does how what kind of impact or role does that play now? Like when you create music? Interesting. <laughs> um, I'd have to think about how it relates to like when we're recording and stuff like that. But in general, I feel more comfortable singing and um I don't know. I do like to most of the time when I'm working on stuff for like our actual songs, I love to just like try things out alone at night in my bedroom. And um, that's when I feel most free. <laughs> and then I'll bring it. Yeah. To the guys and stuff. But uh, it's kind of all of us, too. At least yeah. for me too. I like to be alone when I'm working on it. That's why I think the co-writing was new to us because yeah. it's so, yeah. such a personal thing to write music. You have to sit there while they're listening or vice versa. Or just like even share an idea. Like I've known Paul forever and I've known Michelle now for a decade. So mm -hmm. in order to like write something that we're all happy with with someone who just just joined the party. Yeah. It's very vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. How would you say like vulnerability played a role this time around on this album? And did you feel like you had to like 
really look at these songs, dissect them before you decided like, okay, I'm going to let them go. I'm going to let them be out there. Um, I honestly had a really hard time before we released the album, listening back to some of them because they just, some of them bring me back to times where I was really sad or stressed or scared, <laughs> um, helped me through the times, but I, they're so connected to like such deep rooted memories that I can't always listen to all of the song. I couldn't always listen to all of the songs, but now that we've been playing them every night and stuff. Um, it's kind of like muscle memory, but there was a point where I felt like certain things felt like I, so it, I did feel really vulnerable or would bring back memories that were really personal. And I'm like, do I want to, <laughs> do I really want to put this out yeah. there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Do you feel that now with this experience, like it's getting easier to be more vulnerable with your music or do you feel like it's still depending obviously maybe or probably depending on like what that situation or what it is that you're talking about. I feel like it's a healing experience, honestly, because like when we're uh, writing songs, like I said, even if I'm going through like a really tough time and the guys are working on a demo to send me, um, they'll try to get in my head space. And somehow I'm just like, how did you know to even write these lyrics or like, understand how I'm feeling here because I can't even express it, but then it'll get me like on fire and going, um, and then think through experiences a little deeper and then sharing them with people. And that's a whole like really cool healing process, honestly. <laughs> to kind of piggyback on that. Like I really like the chemistry that you guys have. You were mentioning like, Oh yeah, crush with Jason. And immediately he was like, Oh yeah. Like he already knew what you were talking about. And I feel like that's how you guys kind of bounce each other in the studio. Like whether you've heard what you've working, what you've been working on or not. Like, I feel like it's just natural, like a natural process for you guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Paul and I don't yeah. really have to talk to each other about music. We just, <laughs> yeah. we're like, it's just there. It is. Yes. When I, when I first met them, I was a little confused at first, just trying to like fit in the mix here because their conversations, the sentences wouldn't even finish and I'd have no idea, but the songs would work out great. Well, and scary. then, yeah. <laughs> Like weird ways of saying things that don't make any sense. It works for us. Chuck E. Cheese bases. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese base is always good. Um, During this album, uh, for you, each one individually, where do you feel that you stepped out of your comfort zone? And was it rights. something that you really, that's it? Like, do you feel like you did anything with the guitars or the bass or the keys like or vocals? I think we always kind of challenge ourselves in those. And like, I know Ryan's always noodling guitar and trying to figure out different yeah. things. And like, because I think we all love so many different genres of music. Yeah. And if there's one thing I, I always wish for Canons, it's just not to be um, pigeonholed into a specific genre. Yeah. So I'm always just like, because I, I, put, I put the trust in my bandmates that like, no matter what I come up with, I know it's going to sound Canons at the end, but I definitely try to like write a demo that like will f maybe throw it off a little bit. <laughs> like there, there was like, a period of time where I was in like a lot of deaf tones. Yeah. I'm like, I know we don't sound like deaf tones, but I, I trust Paul enough to be like, he knows where I'm coming from. Uh, he can maybe take that heavy riff and make it, <laughs> you know, more cannons like slow it down. Or even like um, something like the end of like metal heart. Mm -hmm. We did like this kind of like metal solo over yeah. and it was like, yeah. we, that was like, we were like trying to coerce you into doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, just do a metal solo. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I don't know. I like, it I don't sounds know. so yeah. good. Yeah. 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 I love it. It's still one of my favorite parts of the album. Yeah. 
It's going to sound funny, but I feel like even something as simple as the whistle, I feel like that's also kind of a challenge to kind of know how to control it properly, especially when you're performing it live. Was that something like a natural process for you, like in the studio when that came out? Or did you guys actively say, like, let's try doing this kind of whistle thing? That particular yeah. whistle. That was a Tyler thing. Uh, Tyler Spry we worked with. Like that was mm. his uh, contribution to that. In the so, in the studio, right on yeah. his phone. <laughs> We're I think like, so. Yeah, like great. on his like laptop <laughs> yeah. phone, like or uh, <laughs> microphone. Yeah. Michelle, your voice is so incredible. Like, and you could tell like how much you continue to evolve and kind of step out of your comfort zone as well. During this album, like, which song do you feel like really challenged you vocally to either record or even now to perform as you've been touring them? Oh, um, interesting. I would say, hmm, I think there was something about Crush, like those melodies. I just, norm I feel like I normally wouldn't sing them. So I did have a little bit trouble in the studio, but I got those, right? What part it. of it was I, is it Crush? Was like, and then the there's one in, um, ba in Bad Tattoo. Uh, yeah. That I just normally don't like sing that high and that, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to say? I think also, um, working with some producers they uh, kind of want things a certain way yeah and I, I know when i work with you i if you ad lib something i kind of let you just do your thing and it's like it's yeah a little more I, I like it when you do that i like it when you go off of what i like oh do this and you do something else i kind of like that like <laughs> personally so. yeah that is that is something that's very uh happens in a lot of canon yeah. songs it's like the guys will be like try this melody and then i'll be i'll just do something else and they'll be like that's great too yeah, so we'll go I, I prefer that over like um, just do what I do with yeah. this, you know? yeah. but it was a cool challenge yeah. to like, you know, because I'm not like a professionally trained singer. I never mm -hmm. even sang before Canon started, no. so <laughs> so I'm nice. learning along the way. Um, I know it like, feels right, yeah. but uh, I feel like the way that you sing is so hard to control. Um, like I feel like it's a lot harder to control. Like, how did you learn to control your voice when you're singing, especially when you're live and you're moving around? Um, I literally. I, I just liked singing. I knew I liked singing. I didn't know that I could sing well until I had a class where people told me that I sang good. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know. I just think doing it over and over, practicing, reading anything I could. I watched a whole bunch of YouTube videos on singing. I took one, one vocal class, but uh, just, I think maybe I have a good ear for like tone and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah more of a natural unforced awesome. thing now i guess to close this off you guys are doing the three the three dates uh here in in southern california i guess like hometown shows and um they've been sold out that's a, that's incredible like i loved walking over here and like seeing that line kind of wrap around the venue what kind of impact does that have on you guys when you guys are performing on these stages that like you probably didn't imagine performing on let alone like selling out it's, yeah. I was gonna say to me, these are the funnest shows because these are all Canons fans and they're yeah. here to hear us. You know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a surreal experience for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of really awesome shows that we've been playing. Amazing year, um, cool, amazing festivals. Yeah. First TV debut, huge year. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of big things happen this year. Next year, you guys are going to Europe. Um, and the, I'm sure 2024 is going to be equally as busy for you guys. So congratulations with the, this past year, this incredible lineup of tours that you guys have been doing. Congratulations with the new album. You guys be sure to check out Cannons. Heartbeat Highway is out now. And thanks for watching here on Front Row Live.
Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.